what's up, what's up? Welcome to another episode of All Shit, I'm 40. This is your man, Gene Lott, and we are here to give you another fantastic show. We got something special in store for y'all today, and this is going to be an excellent conversation, and we actually have a guest on. So let me uh, introduce the foursome we have tonight. Well, it looks like a fivesome. Um, It's always a (laughs) sum. Alright man, let's go ahead and introduce the crew tonight What's going on? What's going on y'all, it's Marcus, I'm glad to be back man Really looking forward to hearing this conversation for sure Joe Brickhouse, thanks again for the opportunity Gene Let's get it Joe's on a little vacation yeah, he looks relaxed. <laughs> I gotta get a little me time to get out and enjoy, you know. You look relaxed. March he do. <laughs> <laughs> get away from the kids for the weekend. So, thanks. Shout out to uh, you know my homies for setting the trip up, and we now had a good time. So, relax. Let's do this. Sweet, sweet. Hey, everybody. It's Terrence, uh, aka Big Gip. Um, just happy to be back on the, on the podcast with the fellas again. Um, looking forward to this topic. And let me just shout out. Uh, Gibby and Marcus, we had a, a festive um, before we started today. Like we actually felt like we was like some real superstars. We had food in the in the uh, green room. Yeah, yeah. Backstage, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yo, we had some fried fried chicken. We had uh, some some seafood salad. We had the mac. What are the uh, noodles? What you call them? Yeah, that's pasta salad. Pasta salad, <laughs> and we had the baked the beans. Noodles. I like to mix the pasta salad and baked beans together. You know, that's like that's, that's my cookout joint. Oh yeah, it's some uh, leftover food that we had for uh, taste buds. Oh yeah! A, Shout out to Taste Buds. Yeah, we had a uh, Taste Buds LLC. Oh yeah, we, we, we supply all your catering needs. You got an Instagram? Yeah, we. Uh, what is that? Taste Buds zero four is our name on. Um, is there? Yep. Yep. Taste Buds zero four. So for all your catering needs, man, reach out to Taste Buds. Reach out to the fellas. But what he neglected to tell y'all is they also had glizzies without the buns and some onions. And they oh, would. Oh yeah, yeah. We 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 definitely got the. Uh, they were gonna slide in there. We, we had the buns. <laughs> had the buns. <laughs> so we had some raw glizzies. <laughs> oh boy. Oh but, man. But, but I, I had to bring it back since I just got the fellas over here, man. I had to go back old school and bring the sliced bread down here. If you don't know what to do with that sliced bread, there don't you go. It, it's on you. And he got the mustard. There you go. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, y'all. We got a special guest with us tonight, man. One of our homeboys, a very distinguished gentleman, you know, and uh, I'm going to let him introduce himself. Go ahead, brother. Appreciate the opportunity tonight, fellas. Uh, Tyson, um, friends with all the guys here and uh, asked me to come on, so happy to happy to participate, happy for the invitation. All right, that's Tyson Brown for y'all, okay? And um, before we get started, y'all know us, uh, what we do here at All Shit on 40. We're going to go around and see what everybody is drinking today. So, uh, I have Victory Berry Monkey. Now, me and Gibby, and, and shoot, I think most of us here, we're fans of Victory. Okay, mm-hmm. shout out to Victory. We are not sponsored by them, okay? We just drink their beer. You could be. We could be. Victory, holla at us. Um, we love the Golden Monkey, and we also love the White Monkey. Now we got the Berry Monkey, and this is a Fruited Sour Triple. Shout out to our boy uh, Dunn, who loves triples also. Uh, give me what you drinking on. Man, since I'm home doing this podcast, I'm, I got a little bit of a, a selection here. Um, I got this Port um, Antonio uh, Hurricane um, cocktail that I got from a, a, a actually a black 
vendor who actually made this. They're located in uh, Montgomery County, mm. uh, Maryland. Then I'm also drinking a, a Long Island. Uh, <laughs> double fisting over here. I'm drinking double a long, fisting. A Long Island from a Bartesian. See, and then, now you can tell you can tell the Negroes who uh, who work from home out here double fisting. The rest of us got to get up in the morning, got to drive 45 minutes. Oh, I'm talking about myself. <laughs> Is it 45 minutes for you? Man, at it's 45-minute drive at least. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I don't like y'all. Man. See, we got to get you down this way and it'll be a little closer. Bro. Oh, man. Just a little bit. Five minutes. <laughs> Joe, what you drinking on, yeah. baby? One hand, golden monkey. Um, other hand, something that somebody poured me. I got my eye on this uh, nice pills that I brought back. And like he show. literally does have his eye on it. Like he got, he's leading in the chair <laughs> yeah. right now, like yeah. taking a look hey, at. Y'all it. said I went on a trip, um, drank some really good beer last weekend. I brought some back for the fellas to try out. So okay. awesome. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, what you, what you got, uh, guest? I got a. Uh, Two-Hearted IPA from Bells. Oh, yeah. You can't go wrong with Bells. Yeah, Shout out to Bells. It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. We're, we're pretty not good. sponsored by them. This is not uh, nothing to give us. This is stuff we bought on our own. That's a disclaimer I got to add, you know. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. But if y'all do want to sponsor us, please reach out. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus, what you got? I whatever I had, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus finished it. He finished it. Gone. Oh, man. Oh, goodness. I wish I could tell you. Man, so y'all ready to kick this off? Alright, so today's topic is a uh it's not a touchy one, but it's an interesting one. This, this, I think it's a little touchy, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, you think so? I think it's a little touchy. All right, so you know especially, what? I'll, especially after, you know, I, I had to do my little notes. After my notes, I did get a little <laughs> into my feelings a little bit. Well, Gibby, you want to kick it off? Tell everybody what we're talking about, and, and we can say how we're divided in the room. Yeah, that's yeah, the interesting yeah. part. We didn't even plan this. Yeah, yeah. we didn't even plan it. <laughs> I mean, pretty much the topic in a whole is HBCU versus PWI. Um, of what school um, that you should choose? Okay. And which direction you should go? I mean, either um, for our, for myself, I went to HBCU, um, Norfolk State University. Um, behold the green and gold. Yo, there it is. <laughs> um, but again, I think it's us having more of a conversation of in this day and age, which direction will we push our kids? Or suggest, not even push, but suggest, should they go to a PWI Mm -hmm. or should they go to an HBCU? Okay. So to kick it off, Terrence already started it. Let's go around the room so everybody knows what schools everybody went to. Mm -hmm. So, Joe? I mean, it's only one. (laughs) Joe has mentioned it millions of times already. (laughs) It's no no comparison, you know. I, I'm, I'm putting my school up against the PWIs. Like, that's how proud I am of my school when it comes to academics. Um, for me, it was affordability, and I'm going to get into that when we talk um, culture. Did he give the name? Fry. Did he say uh, the name? It's not, not North Carolina yet. A&T. Not Thank so, you. Aggie Fry. Aggie Fry. They, they hear it in my voice. They ain't got to say it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When it I say no one. Like, uh, if y'all, if no y'all one. can't hear Joe, Joe has the gangster lean leaning back. I'm trying to tell this joker to move forward because I'm not going to be editing right your now. audio. I'm Dr. Good right now, man. I'm hey, like, move your chair closer. I'm like a seasoned podcaster right now. Bro. A oh, seasoned podcaster. <laughs> All right, all right. So, Tyson, where'd you go, man? Tell us about uh, your college. Yeah, so uh, undergrad and grad was at James Madison University. Okay. In Harrisonburg, Virginia. Which is a nice campus. I, I see that campus yeah. for the first time. Would y'all man. get y'all thing um, with landscape by Disney or something? Or the same people no, or something like that? It's immaculate, man. 
It is. It is. Yeah, it is a gorgeous. Dude, we went up. We went up there to go to the mountains. What's that? Larray Caverns and shit. Man, I just went on that campus and I was like, shit. But we're gonna get into that. I don't know if I would have survived that visit. All right, finally, Marcus, where'd you go, man? Two-time College Park graduate. Whoop, whoop. Terps. College, College Park. Yeah, they couldn't do it against Alabama, but, you know. I was watching that game. It's like halftime, a whole other team came, man. It was crazy. They got West Virginia, so I'm good with that. Yep, cool. Hey, Maryland girls look good, too. Yeah, Maryland girls definitely look good. Yes. Last but not least. Well... One of the oldest black colleges in the United States and the oldest black college in the state of Maryland. Behold the black and gold, the Bowie State University. All right, and I'm legacy. Both of my parents graduated from Bowie State. Oh, damn, where my buttons at? I still ain't programmed that shit. Oh, man. Hold on. Yo, I'm going to program the air horn. Hold on. No. Nah. Oh, hold on. That might have been it. Nah. Nah. Still not it. That still wasn't it? Damn. That's next week's show. All right. Next week, we're going to get that junk cranking. But, um, yes, the Bowie State University. I am legacy up there, and uh, I am a giving alum, and... uh, my team, who I play for, is in the Hall of Fame there. So my name is in is in branch there for the rest of my life and for the lives of my children and grandchildren. But yes, Bowie State University. Hey, give back to your schools, fellas. You have to. Absolutely. And that is a good segue. Give, give back to your school. Man. Great segue. So I'm gonna kick it off with my opinion. Um, coming out of high school, I had a choice. I had a choice to go to several PWIs. I had a choice to go to several um, HBCUs. Options. Yeah, and thank God for sports and a, you know a little bit of academics. But uh, I would have to say, for me personally, my experience going to an HBCU is something that I needed because I needed that hands-on, one-on-one uh, pushing. And I wouldn't say, and I'm talking just purely academics right now, not even athletics, mm-hmm. but. Um, the type of student I was and the type of person I am even to this day, I've gotten better, is sometimes my focus can go mm-hmm. left and right. And that's something that HBCUs um, kind of gave to me. And from what I saw was you still got that hands-on. Like, I had professors that would call me, hey, man, why you ain't in class? Yeah. Why you ain't come to class? Or mm-hmm. when I got hurt playing football, literally was still giving me assignments, was coming to the house. You know, my mentor – and one of my um, professors, may he rest in peace, Dr. Vaughn's, mm-hmm. came to my graduation party and partied with me and drunk with me that whole night. Mm-hmm. Called his wife, said, I'm not coming home <laughs> because I'm partying here with Young Lot. That's what he used to call me, Young Lot. You know, and it's just that, it was just that, that, that bond that I felt like I couldn't get at any other PWI, mm-hmm. you know? So that, that's how I'm going to kick it off. I'm going to start off with that. Anybody else? Yeah, I, I know when I was thinking about going to school, I also was a student athlete coming out of high school, and I had multiple schools, um, you know, I guess I could say knocking on my door, but back then it was more male knocking at my door more than anything. I, was, um, I had plenty of uh, schools that was interesting to me, and I just remember 
talking to one of my mentors who was my um, scout master for Boy Scouts. Um, shout out to Steve Blake. Um, he pretty much came at me and was like, hey, you can go to a, a large school like a PWI where you're pretty much known for your social security number or you can go to a school where they actually know your name. And I, I definitely, you know, kept that in the back of my mind when I was trying to pick my school. Like, man, you know, I have seen videos, movies, been on colleges, campuses before and seen those like freshman orientation rooms where it's hundreds of people in there. And, and is that the type of education that I want or do I want more of a small arena where when I do walk in that room, um, that professor does know my name. So I chose to go to um, HBCU where it was a little bit smaller um, and the professors didn't know my name, which wasn't always the best. <laughs> right, definitely. Marcus, tell, tell me about you. What, what was your uh, – what went into you going to Maryland? So before I preface this, I want to say, um, you know, Maryland's a great school. Um, I definitely reaped some benefits going there for sure, um, you know, in my career and, um, you know, internships and beyond that. Maryland was not my top choice mm. to go to. Oh, wow. Bro, this is interesting. Okay. <clears throat> At all. Man, a lot with you, Marcus. With I know. The last dirty. <laughs> I swear I know you for some years. <laughs> right. I've been learning. <laughs> Maryland was not my top choice. Maryland was not my top five choice. Wow. Maryland was not my choice at all. Whoa. I never wanted to go to Maryland. I didn't even want to apply to Maryland. Wow. Wow. Um, some members, not all, some mm. members of my family, um, you know, forced, forced me because, you know, they're paying the tuition. They're paying right. The bills. But their feelings were, and not all, yeah, not all of them, some of them, their feelings were, and for lack of better words, that you would not get you would not be competitive in the job market if you go to HBCU. Mm-hmm. Um, their thought was, if once I graduate, if I go to HBCU and I graduated, and I apply for a job, and then you have, you know, you have my resume, honors, whatever, and then you have another kid, black, who has the exact same credentials, exact same major, mm-hmm. because he went to a PWI. My resume would not even be considered. I wouldn't even get in for the interview. That was their feeling. That was their belief. So um, I even remember, like, I even remember the night, like in uh, in the fall of my senior year, had this big blow up with my family because um, my top choice to go to was actually A and T. That's where I was. Wow. Oh, look at Joe. Joe, I think Joe just got <laughs> chubby. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're all right with me. <laughs> oh, no, wow. I, um, wow. I remember wow. I applied. Um, A&T was the first school to accept me. I was hyped, showing a letter to everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the when the fight started. Like, no, you're not going. But did they know that was like one of the top? HBCUs, especially for like engineering and you know, and that that's actually what I was going to go for is engineering, mm-hmm. and I knew that I knew that, but um, again, they did not think HBCUs compared to PWI. Uh, like if I went to, a, I guess an Ivy League school or whatever, um, was not good enough. Mm. Wow, that was their feeling. So 
again, I didn't even want to apply to Maryland, but hey, I, I, it was a two-part thing. I, I applied it. I got in. Uh, so I ended up going. So let me ask you a side question. Yo. Did that same thought pattern go into them having you go to Damatha? Hands down. Hands down. Because mm. my, my home school was going to be Largo. Didn't, didn't your parents you go was gonna to Maryland, Maryland too? You was going to be aligned with me. I was, yeah. Didn't, didn't your parents go to Maryland too? Uh, my father did, yep. Okay. So, okay. Uh, so yeah, there's a little legacy there, yep. So you was gonna be a Largo line with me. I was gonna be a Largo line, bro. But we got we had a whole bunch of people that came out Largo and doing well for themselves. I know, but not they were like, hey, when I was eight, no, when I was in uh, sixth grade, about to go to middle school, they were like, hell no. Different generations. Different generations. Yeah. Different generations. We're gonna we're gonna get into that. Tyson, go ahead, man. You you go ahead and jump in. Um, see, it's an interesting question. I think um, school for me was. I wanted to be a, uh, an athletic trainer. I wanted to be the person that ran out when you got injured on the field and like come up a little taped you local. taped you up. That's sort of thing. That was my my aspiration at the point in time. Mm-hmm. So my school choices were really built around what schools had that mm-hmm. ah. I could do that. Um, everybody on my side of the family and my wife's side of the family have all gone to HBCUs. So really, my wife and I are the only two that that didn't kind of buck the trend mm. um, and I ended up at, at PWI. But for me, it was about um, kinesiology. It was about the major. Right. Um, and within like Virginia, North Carolina, Maryland, like there were no strictly focused kinesiology majors at HBCUs. Now I applied to Virginia State, Elizabeth City, right. got in. Um, but it absolutely was about the major for me, which mm. was the, the defining, like, I can do this here, and mm. I don't see it at the other institutions. So that's that's what drove me to to that. And then I got to campus and, you know, went for my visit. I was like, oh, yeah, like, I, I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is all right. But um, for me, it was it was about the major. It was about the, the course of study. And, you, you know, people try to tell me, oh, well, you can do biology. I was like, well, yeah, but biology is not the same thing as, as kinesiology, right? I know mm-hmm. there's science element to it, but um, it's not the same. Um, you can't fit a round peg into a square hole, right? So, right. Um, that's what it. That's what it came down to for me. Wow. Mm. So this is beautiful because literally everybody has differing reasons, and Marcus, you yours surprised me like literally the most. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just like Gibby said, we didn't know you for a long time. We learning more things about you than we ever. <laughs> I didn't even know the dude's out. nickname was Dirty. Dirty, <laughs> like we found this out, you know, Dirty. What's your name, Dirty? And I know you for. But Gibby, we had his Instagram for a minute, and I never, I don't never read realize that it names. said Dirty. I look at the pictures to make sure it's the person, so I ain't getting catfish. Right. <laughs> it's not something that I advertise and tell people about, simply because if I was to say that to some. You know, if I was to say that to some people, they're immediately... They'll catch offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They'll take offense. Yeah. They may look at me negatively, even though I didn't believe that. Right. I still don't believe that. Um, Like, my my younger sister, she went to Morgan State. Mm-hmm. Biology degree. Uh, she's got a PhD mm. before she turned 28. Right. And now she's working for a major medical firm, like... And she's also um, going back to Morgan State to write curriculums. Oh wow! Oh, she's doing it. Go Bears! She's doing it. She's doing it. So 
that off me. Just her right there is just proof that like, no, you're not less valuable going mm-hmm. to an HBC. And I think the prevailing argument, and this is something that um, I've had this discussion before, um, actually with our with a friend of all of ours, most of us, uh, my man Tommy, Tommy Benz, mm-hmm. um, went to University of Kentucky. And uh, the prevailing argument, which we talked about, was that um, sometimes people think being at a certain college, being at a PWI, is more and less, how can I phrase this, uh, preparing you for the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where being at an HBCU, some people think it's not preparing you for the world because you're around your own people. Mm-hmm. I tend to agree but disagree with that. Because I know being at Bowie State prepared me for the world where we still wasn't coddled. We were coddled in some aspects, but like when it came to dealing with the financial aid, dealing with your class and stuff, literally it was like, man, you got to handle this on your own. You got to do it on your own. You got to do it on your own. We wasn't coddled at all. We wasn't coddled in that aspect how, when it came to housing and stuff. You know, yeah, a lot of stuff we had to, had to figure out and, 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 on and our life, own. And when you get out in this real world, life is hard. Life so, is hard. So it really kind of prepare you to get kind of, quote, unquote, smacked in the face. Right. Like food. Bit. Like food. What you going to do? How you going to eat? You know. It's preparation. It's just preparation in different ways. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's, it's uh, it benefits, obviously, to both. I think the part that's. Uh, Always interesting when this conversation comes up is that it's um, it's always this versus, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the whole point of like us going to school is to get educated. That's right. what our parents wanted. That's what the generation before us wanted. Right. Was just for us to be educated. Um, granted, there's some more opportunities when you know, given the end of segregation, so mm-hmm. to speak, and and the books opening up for for people to go to school at PWIs, but it seems a little counterproductive for us, at least in my opinion, uh, to continue to kind of perpetuate this us versus them the mentality. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, the whole purpose is for us to get educated and for us to, to do better for our kids. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, we just get a different way. Now we can still go deeper because yeah. just recently Morgan state, Bowie state, Compton, uh, won a landmark lawsuit against the state of Maryland. Don't forget UMES. Oh, yeah. UMES, shout out to the Hawks. Yeah. Don't walk yeah. on the grass. They will cut you. <laughs> Can't walk on the grass. My sister graduated from UMES. Um, won a landmark uh, court case mm-hmm. where they finally got the right amount of funding that they were owed under the University of Maryland system. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to kick some history to y'all real quick, for those who don't know. Um, every, every school in Maryland, with the exception of uh, Morgan State, I believe, Mm-hmm. Falls under the University of Maryland system, so University of Maryland is the flagship uh, school. That's why you have University of Maryland, Baltimore. That's why you have um, UNBC. That's why you have University of Maryland Eastern Shore. The only one who bucked that trend was uh, Bowie State. Bowie State was going to be University of Maryland at Bowie. Oh, wow. but back in the early '80s, while it was still Bowie State College. And they were doing the whole University of Maryland system. They had big protests on campus. Hmm. I heard about it, but I really, really found out about it like a couple of years ago. Like okay. it was major league protests. Like this was big. They were trying to fold Bowie State under the system. That's how Eastern Shore lost their football team. Oh, they were because of that. the North Carolina system. Yep. Right. 
That's how they lost their football team. But Bowie State was like, no, we have our own identity. Grant us university status, blah, 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 blah. They eventually prevailed, but behind that, all those schools lost funding and didn't get the same funding as Maryland. So I think that's where some of that us versus them mentality comes from, at least locally. Sure. Yeah. You know? I think it's, it's also, you, you look at us versus them, like, look at the world we live in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything is, it still prevails today. Like, you got to go out there and grind because you're a black male. Or yeah. Because you're a black woman. Um, so it's it's not really something that we want to do, but. It's just the nature of you know who right. we are. Yeah, and and then I got I got this article that I read. Here go, give me got the statistics. <laughs> <laughs> article that I read from um, TeamVogue.com from 2016, and it had a a portion in there where it says uh, some HBU, HBU students have issues with black students attending a PWI, and some PWI students look down on HBCU students, which causes a sort of a division in the black community. What y'all feel about that? Like, I mean, I think that's kind of what we're hitting on right now, that mm-hmm. we we are all black young young men at the table, mm-hmm. and we're kind of pushing out HBCU. Um, y'all kind of talking about why y'all chose y'all PWIs, but do y'all still feel like it's uh, creating uh, a division within the black community with just our education? I'll say this about attending PWI. In the sense that it gets you ready for the real world, it gets you ready... In order to conduct, I guess, almost say conduct yourself, but how to conduct yourself when you're sitting in a room full of white people. Mm. Mm. Is that cold switching? Cold switching. They, yeah. Some people can say that. Yeah. Well, you I ain't mean, changing your voice. Some folks do. <laughs> some, some, some people I mean, do. I've seen for, for intimidation purposes. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm a big, I'm a big um, black male, 6'6", 300 plus pounds. And I know for myself, I gotta, I gotta downgrade myself a lot to be the big friendly guy. Hold that thought. That's another topic. That's a whole other topic. I was just about to say something like, "Thank you, Marcus." Basically, when it again gets you ready to sit in a room full of white people, but again, it almost changes who you are. Like, Mm. and I almost want to say, "Well, white does whitewash you a little bit." You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you gotta have your hair cut a certain way. Mm-hmm. Dress a certain way. That's good, Marcus. That's good you say that. I, I remember when I was in college, I had cornrows. Yeah. And when I was about to graduate, I cut my hair because I said, I'm getting ready for the real world. I have to cut my hair. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that was, that was, well, now, they have, now they have the Crown Act. You don't have to do that now. That's still a debate right now. Like, yeah. Um, well, they passed the Crown not, Act. You don't have to do that no more. Dreads are not, um, you know, they're not, uh, what is it called? Uh, um, I know the word. Corporate friendly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Corporate friendly. So you sit, you go to BWI, you sit in the room for the white people, try to make yourself comfortable without making them feel uncomfortable, mm. but they're still uncomfortable, and you're still uncomfortable. Shit, I'm 37. I'm still uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm in the Microsoft Teams meeting. I'm the with like, only black dude. Only fucking black person in the joint. And I'm, I'm on, like, on the screen. Right. Yeah. But I'm I know this is another people. topic, but doesn't it get frustrating that they can be comfortable, but you can't? Ooh. That's God damn. That's boy, another topic. Boy. And, and you can't be comfortable because if you're comfortable, then you're right. yourself. Exactly. You can't, and you can't be yourself. Yeah, I don't. 
You got I'll get into you, my you my opinion on that in a second, but like I'm comfortable where I'm at. No, right. like if I'm talking to a white woman, my I elevate my voice a little bit. Right, I, make it I do, and I find myself I do that too because I, I don't want to be intimidated. I may slouch yeah. down a little bit. I may, I may have my posture be so as quote unquote what they call dominant, meaning I'm not standing up straight. What the fuck. Whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, oh, man. Oh, this is another topic. Somebody write it down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll forget a good topic. Co- no, code no, switching. Yeah. Somebody, yeah. Oh, yeah. Code, code, call code call it code switching. Code switching is yeah. real. So, like, I mean, out of all the interviews I've had, how many can I say were black people, though? Mm. So, so, Especially in your field. So, I did have another yeah. question for y'all, uh, P- PWI gentlemen. Um, did going to the universities that y'all went to, did the administration look at you guys as um, black individuals that was not um, that didn't have that didn't have the finances to go there? Like y'all look like y'all was like pretty much poor people, and oh, reason you're here is because you're on a scholarship, maybe a sports scholarship, or you really didn't have the funding to go here. So we're kind of like letting you come here just because. Is that, is that a real thing? No, no. I'm, I got an article right here. That's that a real talk. thing. Yeah, it's, okay. a, yeah, it's a okay. real thing. So, where, um, so I will say when I went to DeMath in high school, first thing, everyone thought I was an athlete. Because that's mm-hmm. why 90, I'm, I ain't going to lie to you, 90% of the brothers who go yeah. to DeMath. I didn't get that that much uh, at Maryland, but I, uh, DeMath, hands down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, they didn't think I was an athlete. Yeah, uh, like, <laughs> hold on. Like, you can't. You can't see. Me, did you go to like, private? You did might, you go to private school? Fine school? No, I went to. Oh, I went you, to might, you, might okay. bowl, you might did bowling or something nah, like that. Nah, Tyson. Tyson look athletic, man. Tyson look athletic. Tyson do look like he could. Right. I mean, you could still probably been on somebody's field though. Exactly. But no, um, no, I don't think they ever looked at. I never. So I was at Jamie for seven years, right? So four years undergrad. I worked there. It was my first job out undergrad. Went back to grad school full time, so seven consistent years. Mm-hmm. I never felt like they anyone looked at me like I was um, less than, or like okay. I was there, or because I'm black, or I'm mm. on a free ride, or something like that. Did um, Did you feel like you had to find your group there, like my black you, group? I think you do um, at Peter. I think it depends on the type of black person you are. Okay, let me, let me caveat that. Um, I do think that there are, for me, my personal experience. Um, when I needed um, support or and or comfort, um, then I, I had to seek that out from people that looked like me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and there were spaces and opportunities for that to exist. Um, I don't know that every black person needs what I needed. I think a lot of us do. And there are centers for multicultural student services or diversity, et cetera, where you find that that home away from home, so to speak, which mm-hmm. you all probably had just because yeah. everybody looks like you. Yeah. Um, and people that are in your classes look like you. So you feel a little bit might feel a little bit more comfortable asking. Well, we were split yeah. up as far as where you grew up at. Yeah. But yeah. you you didn't but, have to even if you grew you were Baltimore or you were PG, yeah. there was still some kind of like you black, I'm black. Right, like the right. same way you like you give somebody a head nod, you in a grocery store to another brother. Right, like, you know, like right. there's yeah. some there's some some nuance. Yeah, because within the article that I was reading, it said HBCU, um, you do not have to limit yourself to just being a black person. You can just be yourself. So yeah, that's where I think I take exception. Mm. Yeah. Right, I don't think I ever limited myself to to being 
a black person mm. on campus, right? Okay. I think that's where that's where this this versus comes mm. in mm-hmm. to play a bit. Yeah. Um, and I think the 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 fault of the of that viewpoint is that um, typically we're talking about experiences that we didn't have. Mm. Okay. Right. So I can't speak to the HBCU experience and what it was like. Mm-hmm. Right. I only know stories from talking to you all or talking to family, et cetera. Right. So I I can never speak on what it's like to to not walk on the grass, right? Because we walked on the grass, right? <laughs> it wasn't no laying out on the grass. Right. Nah, we, nah right. with your blanket no, and shit. It wasn't Sunday on the quad. The, right. <laughs> we but had we, the bricks. Yeah. <laughs> we absolutely um, we absolutely had a good time and you find your community, whatever it should be. And, okay. and your your blackness, whether you're at HBCU or PWI, you know, sometimes is is not just because we black don't mean we share the same experience. Mm-hmm. The black people in London right. don't necessarily believe the same things we believe or like walk the same way we right. walk. Respect. Yeah. Right. So same kind of um, situation. There's plenty of black guys were like, you know, you give the head nod. Mm-hmm. They looked all the way. Oh, wow. Right. You know, they're on Greek row and they are doing that kind of experience where you're at the kind of the black house party or the Greek house party or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you are, you are having that experience. So mm-hmm. I just think it just depends on kind of what type of black person you are and what, where you feel comfortable. Yeah. So did you apply for any HBCUs? Yeah. So I got into Virginia state. I got okay. into Elizabeth city, um, uh, union, uh, Virginia union. Cause I'm from Richmond. Um, so I did apply. Um, I grew up on union's campus cause it's like 10 minutes from the house. Right. Okay. Um, and grew up um, going to Virginia State and stuff like that for for activities and games and stuff like that. So the the notion of HBC was not foreign to me at any point in time. My, mm-hmm. my dad went to Virginia State, so um, cousins went to Morgan uh, and Bowie. So like very well versed in it. Right? Wow, so I wanted to um, kind of get into one of the things that Marcus said as far as being able to be yourself in your work environment or you know preparing yourself for work. And, Man, I, and I forget I forgot to mention why I chose A and I was so caught up yeah. in y'all conversation, um, listening to your experiences and why you chose Norfolk State, Bowie, Maryland, um, JMU. For me, um, real quick, and I'll get to this real quick because I should have said it earlier. Um, I did have a choice to go to um, NC State, which mm-hmm. is non HBCU, oh. um, and obviously I went to A and um, My degree going into um, fresh out of high school, I wanted to be a computer engineer. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up going to A and T to get my degree in computer science, but um, NC State, I knew that was a big school. I knew all about it. I did have cousins that went to um, North Carolina A&T, right? Um, so it wasn't until, and I, and I had both offers, right, in my, my senior year in high school. It wasn't until, for me, I went to North Carolina A&T and I saw the atmosphere that I was going to be in. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, Did you go during G-Ho? And that's, yeah. <laughs> Changed your life. And it wasn't called G-Ho. It wasn't called G-Ho. I'm going to tell y'all the funny story. <laughs> so, oh, called G-Ho. My sister, my sister went to Auntie. Um, she's five years older than me. Okay. Oh, wow. So, when I was a senior, she was in her, you know, senior year of, mm-hmm. of, of Auntie. Because she's um, still there. And my mom, I remember just saying like yesterday, my mom went to check on my sister during homecoming. Oh, that's bad. Ooh, yeah, good. I know. That's Ooh, bad. Don't do that. At homecoming? At homecoming. Damn. Yeah, you know, I'm like, hey, right, man, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Man, Joe's like, let's go. Yo, 
changed your whole life. Changed my life. I can believe it. <laughs> what year was that, Joe? This was 2000. And, this was year 2000, actually. Damn, back yeah, that I mean, ass I, up was out, right? What? <laughs> not, not 2000, for real. Damn. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was doing that. Girl, and, you look um, good. Like, you immediately. Immediately when I got back home, I told my parents, I was like, yeah, it's, it's a done deal. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Right. But I did want to say a lot of articles that I've read. Um, came down to like affordability because mm-hmm. um, your parents afford for you to go to a North Carolina or Maryland, mm-hmm. um, I, I, not an HBCU. I'm gonna say that I don't want to say PRBI. Um, for me, it wasn't the case. Um, it wasn't about you know the money. Um, thank God I had some scholarships online. It didn't pay for my, all of my school, but it paid for some of it. Um, it, it truly came down to the culture, right? Um, me being able to be who I wanted to be um, 100% of the time and when I found out that Auntie had, you know, an engineer program that compared to um, some of the other colleges in North Carolina, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a no-brainer. Um, so, again, that, that weighed into my decision to go there. But, again, that, that culture, the atmosphere that, um, that I felt, I, it was an immediate connection on the moment that I stepped on campus, and um, that, that swayed my dis- decision. Now, I want to get into um, the conversation about um, how that school prepared me today um, and that I felt like I had to, you know, code switch, if you will. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I did from the day one I stepped on campus, I never changed. I made sure I, you know, the values and morals that I had as a young man growing up in Wilson, North Carolina, I carried those through college. And I wanted to choose a profession that allowed me to um, uphold those same values, right? Okay. Um, which is why I've been with my company for 16 years, right? Yeah. Um, when I walk into a meeting, I don't feel like I have to, you know, um, Change. I, I'm in one of my sneakers on some days. I got my J's on. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, I'm not wearing a tie every day to yeah. work. Um, but I chose that environment because it allowed me to be true to authentic. who I am mm-hmm. and authentic. Um, if I got to change my voice, if I got to, you know, feel like I have to, um, you know, be something that I'm not in order to be successful in, in my profession, then it's not for me. So mm. I just yeah. wanted to say that, um, you know, and, and I'm a, I said this one of the previous podcasts. Don't sleep on our HBCUs. And I know y'all got, you guys went to y'all not, you know, you know, PWIs, whatever, but we have what the skills that it take to succeed um, in, the, in the career field. So I think it's, it's interesting that the, the narrative is that, and I guess this is part of like professional Tyson coming in because I, you know, I'm, I work every day for the last 22 years has been in higher ed. Okay. So I think the, um, the notion that uh, there is some type of, um, inferiority is just is has always baffled me about um i think it's miseducation or ignorance on both sides and it's it's marketing right like yeah it's it's a i think you mentioned it just a little bit bit ago in terms of like you think about the landmark um uh, lawsuit that came in maryland right so that means that for probably 30 to 40 years those four HBCUs did not get the funding every right. year that they were supposed to get from the state mm-hmm. in order for campus to improve, whether that was buildings, mm-hmm. academic programs, curriculum, support services, mental health, whatever the case may be, they didn't get it. And now that you mm-hmm. said that, when you go on, I always say, when you go back, and this is for anybody, PWI, HBC, whatever, when you go back on campus, you're going to see a difference, right? Oh, yeah. I go back on Bowie State campus. And really, it, was, it looks like a little University of Maryland now. Uh, a couple now, of years ago. Now. Now. now not, not when you not were when going you there. Now when I was there. <laughs> it was but circle. it was even worse. <laughs> yeah. 
Nah, it was more than a circle. Come on, kid. Don't talk about school. Right? Everybody can't be uh, Norfolk State with 40 buildings. But um, I looked outside my dorm, and it was a like rural neighborhood. Like It was an yeah. apartment complex right there. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, so. Like, I think it was five years ago. I got butt sized because I was at the Metro. <laughs> butt sized? But, oh, I got sized. Oh, okay. sized. Is that DC slang? No, nah, I just got butt size. But anyway, I got size because on the metro oh, you station, got hyped up. yeah, I got oh, size. Oh, slice! I got okay. size because PG at the metro station. <laughs> oh, that was PG. Not even this guy's from Baltimore. I'm from PG. I know. Oh, Marcus, shut up! You use the word size. Come on. I had to add some emphasis to it. I don't think I used Seist in uh, this year, though. I I know I had. Anyway, I got Seist because at the Metro Station, I saw a Bowie State, like, advertisement. Mm. But what was so funny, it was, it wasn't a black dude on it. It was a white guy in a Bowie State hoodie. Yeah. Yeah, that's Marcus. Grad program. Yeah. But but this is what's crazy, though. Like, we, we had white people that went to Bowie State. Like, you know, I had t- white teammates. Yeah. All of them was commuters. <laughs> and they was probably kickers, too. <laughs> you know? No, one was an offensive lineman. Okay. Yeah, I'll take one. Yeah, we, we're doing yeah. a beer run. Hand me a Modelo, please. <laughs> we're not sponsored by Modelo, but we are drinking it. But you can sponsor them. Yes. But, a lo- so, Bowie State is known for two things. Education and the computer science program. Yeah. So, majority, 90% of your teachers in the state of Maryland have went to Bowie State at one time or another. Yeah. You know, because it's a teacher's college. You start off as a teacher's college. And their computer science program is, like, top-notch. You know, so we get a lot of minority, in this aspect, students. Mm -hmm. Because, believe it or not, they are minorities. (laughs) And they get minority scholarships. And they're commuters. But now, a lot of them stay on campus now. Because I go on campus, and it's like the demographics are so different now. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But going back to, um, dang, I lost my thought. Oh, no, no. I, go, go I, kinda, I wanted to piggyback off of what uh, Tyson was saying about the schools not getting that money. I was mm. reading an article from 2022 um, from Daily, uh, um, daily.com. Mm-hmm. It said the, the choice between HBCU or PWI is not an easy one. Some students must prioritize mm-hmm. funding mm-hmm. our overall experience when, planning, uh, when applying to colleges. A brief by American Council on Education found that HBCU endowments are behind PWIs by 70%. So it's funny you mentioned yeah. that. So it's, yeah. it's super interesting you mentioned that because there's a clip going around um, Twitter, but it's from Tennessee. So Tennessee State um, did a remarkable job in terms of their recruitment and enrolling, and they, they really over-enrolled their class uh, for fall 23. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the fall legislative session, um, the president of Tennessee State, uh, who's also the president of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, um, <laughs> she you know had to go before them and kind of talk about why they had had so much success. Um, and one of the senators or whatever, basically in in, in a nutshell, asked them, you know, you're you're enrolling too many black kids mm-hmm. at the HBCU. The University of Tennessee Chattanooga can't fill their class because they're low on this particular population wow. because wow. they're all going to Tennessee wow. State, right? So 
this notion, I think, and this is where the ebb and flows come from, from where, like, Dirty's talking about with, like, people having the opinion of, like, our parents' age or or even, you know, the sense that you need to go to a PWI. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the shift is happening, not only with, like, George Floyd, but the ability oh, to yeah. apply to multiple schools at, at one time um, and HBCUs being able to market via social media where 16, 15, 17-year-olds uh-huh. are mm. and to be able to see... Jiho and not experience. I can't get to to, to Greensboro to, to see Jiho, mm. but but, I, but but I'm in Connecticut, and I know what Jiho is now. Right, and Jiho has changed my life. Yeah. Well, they got the internet now because yeah. because yeah. of YouTube. They got YouTube. You can pull out that camera. Funny story. I'm, just, I, I'm not trying to pause. You. This is a really funny story. I was in Virginia State recruiting two months ago, and there was a professor there. She um, had some ties with North Carolina, and I was talking to her, I was giving her a heads up, like, hey, send your kids my way, blah, blah, blah. I told her what school I went to. Kid you not. <laughs> like, she ain't, as soon as I said no client, she was like, you going to be a G-Ho this year? <laughs> 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 like, she had, she had uh, Virginia State University. She at Virginia wow. State talking about G-Ho. So, yeah, like you said, you know. I would not be a troller, by the way. But <laughs> that's a whole nother It's one of those story. things, like, with <laughs> the marketing piece of it, right, when you say no client it's good that people associate it with homecoming. But it's also good to know that it's really a good school for people. Go what's what's, what's, what's yeah. that show on Netflix um, with Lavetta La Devine? Oh, I hate um, her. Sorry. Oh, she gets some on nerves, She might be sponsoring. She might be listening. Oh, right. I'm right. sorry. sorry. I don't La, hate you, but La, she La, is La, not La, particularly. La, 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 I've been feeling you since Dream Girl, so don't don't listen. to Her voice is annoying. We love you, and she always play annoying characters. But but anyway, what's the show that she has on Netflix? Is a young show with uh, the girl from the Twins. Um, oh, you talking about uh, what's that show? Uh, Family reunion. Family reunion. Family yeah. reunion. Anyway, mm-hmm. they took a trip to North Carolina A and T on the show. Nice. nice. Even though it wasn't actually A and T the campus, nice. but for yeah. them you to actually know. show. Right. The campus the and, and say North Carolina A&T, I was, I was pumped up because, you know, for us, we grew up with different world. You know yep, what yeah, I mean? So, absolutely. But different right. world really wasn't a, a, real. Tr- a real. Hillman wasn't really a college. Hillman was a combination of, like, Howard, Hampton. Spellman, all of them. Hampton. Yeah, yeah yep, Hampton. Because it was supposed to be based in Virginia. I think it was filmed in Hampton, too. Yeah. Well, I think they cut and paste some of school some down of from uh, Georgia, I think, some mm-hmm. from Virginia to kind of make up the show. But, again... I was excited, yeah. Even though I didn't go to A&T, but being a product mm-hmm. from an HBCU and sure. seeing North Carolina A&T on a Netflix show, you know, family reunion, right? I was yeah. excited, like, oh man, that's pretty that's cool. Different. And then, of course, you know, they brought out the fraternity yeah, and yeah. they had them stepping it all other jazz, so which I, was cool. So I think outside of I know for for me and hopefully for everybody else and a couple of people I know, outside of sports, our experiences of HBCUs actually came. Not only from my parents, but from television. Yeah. Um, Spike Lee's movie. Cosby uh, Show. School, school, school Days. days. School, days. Like, school Days. With us growing up, yeah. when I saw School Days, I was like... Tisha Campbell. Wow. <laughs> like, I was blown away when I seen School Days. And then to actually remember going on campus with my parents and stuff. Yeah. And hearing those stories, I was like, wow. I want to go. College is supposed to be yeah. like. Yeah. yeah. And and for the most part, to be honest with you, it, they were pretty damn close. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty yeah. damn close. I know all of our experiences on HBCU campuses were, yeah. were, were very nice. But mm-hmm. but I guess my question is for uh, 
the gentleman that went to a PWI, I know for myself going to an HBCU, I didn't just make friends, but I made family. Mm-hmm. Um, that to a point where my 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 um, my uh, roommate in college was my best man mm-hmm. at my wedding. You know, that's how much we became brothers. You know what I mean? Shout out to Dante. Um, again, I, I know y'all gentlemen personally. I know mm-hmm. y'all. I seen. I met some of you guys' friends from from your college. But would y'all consider not just the black individuals that y'all went to school with, but would y'all consider some of the other cultures that y'all went to school with to be y'all family now, too? Mm-hmm. Family? family? Family. Not just your friends, but would y'all consider them to be family? Like the folks you actually met and that you were with in your college, do you consider that your family now? Because I think that's one of the aspects that we all have coming from an HBCU is that Literally, we live. Yeah, we are live. <laughs> that, like literally, everybody is family. Like mm-hmm. TC, all all those dudes that we came up with in college and stuff. Literally, that's our family. Have y'all had those same shared experiences where you can actually say, "This is my family." Yeah, but 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 another race oh, other no. than being mm-hmm. black. No. Mm. Um, what, what about you, Tyson? In my work career, yes. College, no. Okay. Yeah, I would say um, I think it depends on the school and the person, but overall, one um, same experience. Like my best men, my all my groomsmen, mm-hmm. they're my boys from school. Gotcha. But, um, my my daughter's godparents are my people from school. Gotcha. Like, black. Now, if we we go outside of somebody that is that is not African American, um, it's a select few. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think I, I was also very intentional about, um, who I associated with and how I moved on campus. Right. So, um, outside of class, my social circle was predominantly African-American, right? Except for, you know, the occasional like house party or, you know, grow venture, you know, like you knew somebody that got you in or. Whatever, like that. Right. But for the most part, like, you know, outside of class, like, I'm with people that look like me. Mm. I primarily hang around, like, three people outside of class. Wow. I'm still friends with them. So if you think about it a little bit, too, like, granted, like, you know, the, the, the black population, at least for JMU, was probably. Like a like a small HBCU, pretty much. Right. Yeah, and I and I and I I'm cautious about saying that because it is it is absolutely not the same right. experience, mm-hmm. right? Appreciate um, that. So it, um, yeah, because it's just it's just not. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you if you are looking at somebody place like um, say a Livingstone, right? Okay. That is kind of very very mm-hmm. small, or like a Miles College that is very small. Or Cheney back in the day. Claflin, Cheney. Yeah, right? like yeah. These are really central. These are really kind of small HBCUs compared to uh, the Centrals or the Howards or the right. Fams, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and their homecomings are popping as well. It may not be G-Ho, but it's, it's popping. <laughs> yeah. um, but it is, um, <laughs> you know, you, you get a, a solid number 
you know, we have an event, you know, we have a, you know, a chocolate city or a party, like, wow. it's going to be a couple hundred people, mm. right? Like, it, it, it may not be a, yeah. you know, 500 or 600, right? <laughs> but you got a good 150 And see, that, that's the difference. Like, you throw a party on HBCU campus, it got to be sanctioned. Yeah. They mm. throw a party, you know. I know. I mean, they got a lot of houses. And, and, and that's, <laughs> and I, I, I got to get this story in. So, one of my experiences, I had a friend of mine, uh, her name was Yolanda. Uh, we grew up together. She went to Townsend. And first time I went to Townsend, I'm so, t- shut up. <laughs> I'm so used to being at an HBCU, you have visitation hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, had, you know, we had rules. We, we had got rules. rules. We got rules. We we got rules. rules. So when I, I walked. trying to not make sure people wasn't getting no, pregnant. So pause, when I walked pause. to her. What's up? What, is, what a visitation. Hey, bro. Oh, bro. Oh, All right. So let's go around real quick. Hey. Real quick. So at Bowie State. Um, if you were a freshman, you got visitation after homecoming. Mm. Visitation will what you start. Mean you got visitation after homecoming. What is visitation? Like, what? Oh, they, they, they so you got to remember. Oh, all right. So visitation basically, you stay in a freshman dorm. Yeah. We had girls on one side, we had guys on the other. Or you had them by you floors. Could, no, 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 we no, ain't no. do that that's, shit. That's how y'all no. did at the PW. <laughs> we ain't do that shit. No, <laughs> I've been in university <laughs> before. Right, I, I've been in Maryland before. I got some. Oh, 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 it's not that show. <laughs> ah, we could go there But So after homecoming Freshmen would get visitation Visitation would run from 3pm To 12 So from 3pm To 12 during the week And then On Fridays Saturdays It would go from 3 To 7 In the next morning Jay, Jay, How do you remember these hours man? Dude It was built into our head Now wow. You did not have visit. You had visitation But you didn't have visitation If you moved to the Mecca that's where I met Val at, at, at Haley Hall. <laughs> Haley Hall had the had the sweets and they were mixed. Okay. Now, we, the football players, we stayed on the sixth floor. The whole floor was female, but our suite was just all football players. Mm. And Val lived on the fourth floor. So all I had to do was go down the steps, knock on the door. Mm. Mm. That's it. Dirt. But yeah, we had visitation hours. So I go to Townsend and I'm like, you got a guy that lives right next door to you. What the yeah. hell? Like, he walking from the shower, and I'm like, what kind of shit is this? It was a whole, was a whole nother <laughs> It was a whole, it blew my mind. It was, I think, and the sad part about it for me is, it's almost kind of like when you tell your kids not to do something they want to mm-hmm. do. It. it was almost the same thing at the HBCU. Like, oh, you ain't allowed to do X, Y, and Z. So yeah. we were finding, so finding ways we to do it. Finding ways to do it. Set off a lot of alarms. Set going across the roof, all that. Hiding out of here on the media so, beds. Oh, man. So, I mean, it's it's ridiculous kind of with the rules. And I feel like probably, I don't know the true statistics, but our pregnancy rate probably is more higher than the PWI yeah. because hey, y'all don't a lot have, of people y'all, y'all didn't have that. You ain't see them second semester. You're right. You're right. Remember, what, what did the old heads always just say? You see them first semester, second semester, your, your freshman class going to thin out yeah. because a lot of those, you know, girls and guys yeah. were locked up and after homecoming, whatever. They, I told, they, I told, they do. I told, we said this last, um, well, I don't say last, but one of the previous um, episodes, podcast episodes we recorded was uh, for a lot of people, that was their time to mature, right? It was their yeah. first time being away from their parents. Yeah. Um, mm. And I think that's like, why the rules like were there. 17, 18 you know years like, old. What? Yeah, I'm out here on my yeah. own, doing my own right. thing. Nobody, my mom's not telling me I got to be home for, you know, dark or. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whatever it is, I'm, I feel like I'm grown right you get, now. You get you get that phone call at two in the morning. What? You might roll out. Well, I had to roll out because <laughs> I, I remember. I remember my freshman year. I had my car. I'm in the. I'm in my room at eight o'clock. 
doing homework. And I'm like, wait the fuck a minute. Mm. I said, I am not at home. <laughs> I got a car. Why am I in my room at 8 o'clock prepping to go to bed? Wow. I got in my car and just drove around just because I could. Right. But going back to the, the beginning of all of this, right, <laughs> going back to the beginning of all of this, the good Lord knew and my father knew that if I had that much freedom going to a PWI, I probably wouldn't have finished. Mm. I needed that structure. You so know I what I'm saying? That, I think that's the key, though, right? So that's the – I think that's where, as parents, we have to make – help our kid make the determination about yep. what's the best environment. I'll never forget this. When I was courting my wife, uh, her mom uh, went to Virginia State. Um, shout out to my mother-in-law. But um, she was – we were sitting there talking because we were both in education, and she was like, I knew my son – Needed a Virginia State. Mm-hmm. I needed. I knew he needed that yeah. environment to be successful. I wasn't worried about my daughter. My daughter could go to a PWI yep. and she'd be just fine. Yep, right? Like sure. She wouldn't. She got wouldn't fall kids. to the you got no kids. Sure, right? So yeah. I think that's the the goal and the the purpose. Yeah. Behind it, and my wife and I were talking about it before I came on. Like, what do I say? And like, you know, she asked me, "What were, what were you going to say?" I was like, it's, "You know, it's not my job to tell my daughter where to go. Right. My mm-hmm. job is to make sure that she has That's a nice per- segue, information. Perfect segue. Right information. No, we got the time. Yeah, perfect but, segue. But, 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 but even, before we get into that, though, interesting. You wasn't even on the. You're, you're a special guest. You wasn't on one of the previous episodes. That was one of the discussion verbatim. What you said is yep. now more than ever, our parents have to. These, they have to help their kids and guide them, knowing their personality, choose where they're going right. to go. Yeah. Whether it be HBCU, whether yeah. it be a PWI, mm-hmm. whether it's military. Yeah. Yep. You have to be involved in your kids' post-high school lifestyle. Yeah, when, absolutely. When be. That's why absolutely. I ain't go to Bethune yeah. Cook, man. My father absolutely. knew. He was like, uh-uh, you ain't they going down me. there. They told the beach. Down self, too? Yep. Down self? Sorry, I'm not even going to say it. That's why, that's why <laughs> fam, you weren't there. He knew Florida State was across the street. My ass would have been over there every Did you night. you say street or street? Street. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go around with that final question. I mean, Tyson kicked it off. We ain't even had to prompt him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What do we so, tell so, what's, so what's the what's the actual question? So we're gonna get into as we close. You chose your HBCU or your PWI for a reason. Would you want your child to follow your footsteps and go to that same school, or would you, you know, push them in a different avenue? It's her choice. I think my job, my wife's job, is to make sure that she is making an informed decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my child will have it, unfortunately, a little bit harder given mm-hmm. that I work in higher mm-hmm. ed. Right, I, I work in admissions, so it's going to be hard for me to turn off work, Tyson, mm-hmm. um, and just be dad mm-hmm. um, in this process because I'm thinking about retention rates and graduation rates and what's the average indebtedness for a graduate from this institution, what kind mm-hmm. of support systems do they have, um, the, the, you know, all those things that make um, the experience in the classroom worthwhile yeah. and make this the best place for you. Um, but she goes wherever she want to go. Awesome. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good Brother stuff. Marcus? Yeah, same as uh, what Tyson said. Uh, for the most part, um, you know, my job is to guide you in life. Uh, uh, you know, Picking a college is probably going to be one of, if not the first major decision in your life. You, know? yeah. you got to deal with it. Not me. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to pay those student loans back. Not mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're taking that angle. So, so, you're going to make them pay the student loans, not do the 529s. Student loans will be in your name, not mine. 
<laughs> Marcus said, I got plans for my money. Doing that Parent Plus loan, huh? <laughs> Man, hey, hey, look, I'm going to say this uh, real quick. With my kid, especially with my oldest, she pretty much already has in her head where she want to go. She want to be a Spelman girl. So nice. oh, wow. definitely, um, she said she want to go to Spelman and move to California and leave us for a while. Oh, and right. she's been saying that for years, so. Sure. We just gonna support her in that. And what about your other two? Well, Sarai says she want to be a policewoman or a firewoman. Oh goodness! So Sarai doing that. <laughs> if that's what she want to do, <laughs> and you know, that. baby girl, ain't like baby girl, just like I just want to get the nine months. That's all. <laughs> Give me real quick. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. For myself, um, I think I'm kind of leaning more towards uh, what Marcus was saying about kind of letting my kids make their own decision. Even though I know my wife is kind of pushing them to be an in-state. Um, but I keep and state look real good. I, told, I keep telling. Good. I said Maryland don't have that many schools to choose from. She originally from Virginia, and Virginia got a slew. Uh, that means a lot of uh, of colleges to choose from. But again, um, at this particular point, I think I will let them kind of make that decision. But of course, I'm going to show them Norfolk State University, mm-hmm. and uh, we also, my wife also went to James Madison University. So we they've been on that campus. They love it. I mean, who, you know, again, we talked about the landscaping piece. Right. Um, but, <laughs> but, again, um, I think I will let them kind of make that decision. All right. And finally, Joe. Yeah, so one thing I want to do real quick is um, just kind of piggyback on the previous episode. We ended that that conversation with would we let our daughters go to HBC? Uh, I remember vividly yeah. looking at T and seeing his eyes. We was like, ooh, I don't know. I don't so know. so I, don't, I don't want people to, when they hear that episode, to think that we're saying – that the HBCU is not good enough for our daughters. That's not what we're saying. Right. I, I know some some women that is doing very well um, in corporate America. The HBCU molded them to who they are. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. not what that's not the intent of my my conversation. It's I don't want to limit them. That's, yeah. That was right. really what I, I wanted to say. I think I think my little uh, still on or my hesitation. I guess I should say more than more than anything is about. Um, just just a, a, a female being at HBCU gets kind of seen a little bit more, yeah. you know, because, yeah. yeah, y'all y'all know. Yeah. Guys so, yeah. can be hunters. That's yeah. all I'm nah, saying. That's good. Yeah, but, but, but that's similar, a similar whole. Similar to what the other, other guy said, it's, it's about helping our children make the right sort choice. Um, Absolutely. And knowing, getting, in, getting involved, right? Getting involved, knowing what your children Strength the weaknesses are and put them in the right environment for them to succeed. There it is. Not alone. There it is. Well, look, hey, we can go on all night, and I'm definitely we can. But we just want to say thank you for this. This is a good one. Thank you for Tyson for coming out, man. We appreciate it. You know, you got an open invite anytime. And hey, by the way, talking out the side of your neck. Yeah. All right, you got that? Oh, definitely. This is it. We out of here. Y'all have a good one. All right, peace.